Welcome to this episode of the Sport Kite Podcast. I am your host, Nick O'Neill, and I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. This podcast is a part of sportkite.org, a growing resource for everything sport kite related, also known as stunt kites. So if you have any questions regarding sport kites or you want to learn more, head on over to sportkite.org, or you can always find us on Facebook. Just search for sportkite.org or look for the Sport Kite Podcast. Uh, we're there. And uh, yeah, so this episode, we're continuing on with the group conversation with the group of women that we had on on the previous episode. And this is all in celebration of Women's History Month here in the United States. So yay, super excited to actually sit down and chat with all of these amazing women about sport kite flying and flying kind of around the world. In this portion, we do get a little bit more of the international perspective. So we get some folks tuning in from Italy and from Tunisia and from Colombia. So there is a little bit of translation that goes on. So keep that in mind. Um, It's going to take a little bit to get through some of the talking, but please do see what you can pick up. We also start talking about maybe some of the differences between men and women when it comes to their approach in flying and the physicality and the needs. Now, these are just our personal observations. It isn't a kind of a broad stroke to paint everybody with, but it may provide some insight on how we can get more women onto the sport kite field. So whether or not you're a lady yourself and you want to get other other ladies out on the sport kite field, or if you're a guy that's looking to maybe get uh, your girlfriend, your wife, or a friend interested in sport kite flying, here may be some insight Uh, in the shared experiences from these amazing women that have decided to uh, share their thoughts and feelings here on the Sport Kite Podcast. So please do enjoy this, and we will be continuing on with this conversation in future episodes. But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this one right now. So, oh boy, we have a whole list of of folks. Uh, Tanya, I think you were up next. Speaking of the thank you part, I wanted to say thank you to Lisa Willoughby. I see she's joined us. Um, Lisa Willoughby gave me my first opportunity ever in kiting to do a demonstration on the field and invited me to fly with her. And um, I'm grateful to you, Lisa. You changed the way I view kiting and you changed the way I view my role in kiting. So yay you and thank you so much. And um, you cheered me on at a time where I thought I was falling down and I really needed that that time. And now I'm a lot more confident and willing to jump out there any place, anytime, bring it on, put on some music. Let's do this. So it's about you. And thank you so much, Lisa, for being there thank when you. I needed you. Thank you, Tanya. I can't, I, I always, I love to have you at fly with us anytime and you're amazing. So I'm glad that you oh, had you. That, that experience. It's a lot of fun. And I love the support of a fellow, a fellow female and just an amazing all around kite flyer human. Thank oh, you. Thank you. I can't wait to fly with you, Ben. Oh, make sure I'm not on mute. Uh, Rachel, I think I had you next in the queue. Yeah, I was just going to um, to join in with uh, Crystal or Nikoshi and Michelle. I I, um, I don't know if it's a West Coast thing, but again, or Midwest, I just haven't seen a lot of what you guys have experienced, and I really apologize 
that you had to go through those some of that because nope that's not good for anybody but i also think i just want to put in a positive for my team quad squad northwest um they are it's a great group of people we have a great dynamic together and they're um we just don't see it we don't see any animosity and animosity between male female we are all encouraged to step it up bring it on get out there and just get the job done and i just i think that the work ethos of my team is above many other teams and i just wanted to put that out there because i really appreciate the people i fly with and um and again it was great to meet Cassie and Lisa at TI. It was so wonderful to meet more fellow uh, female flyers. So I'm glad you guys joined in. So, but that's all I had to say. I just wanted to jump on Michelle's um, comment. Awesome. Uh, Laura? Hi. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, I speak uh, a little English. Because I'm Italian, Italian uh, flyer and French flyer, and um, I wish um, uh, another team, teaming, teaming, uh, team uh, uh, with um, um, translator, because it's uh, easy for me uh, writing, write to write, uh, not very easy to speak. English for me. Um, uh, just uh, I'm in uh, now. I'm very busy, but I wish uh, to speak another uh, another um, fois. Lisa, uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa, c'est bien parler français. <laughs> ah, uh, uh, um, a little. Right. Yes, a um, uh, now I'm very busy. Uh, busy. I'm, um, uh, in French, it's a Saturday nice. Um, I'm. Um, uh, je suis avec des amis. Um, I'm very occup occupied. But uh, uh, just just a word is possible uh, uh, to female cats. And the, the Valkyrie skate is demonstration. Ki, um, um, uh, the pilot uh, team female is possible. Um, another <laughs> is complicated for me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Parle, uh, Laura, parle français um, avec a, a translate a possible. Ouais. J'espère. Euh, maintenant, je suis occupée. Je ne peux pas rester avec vous, mais j'espère de vous parler une autre fois parce que j'aimerais vous partager beaucoup de choses. Et une autre chose, je veux dire que ne, ne, ne vous découragez pas parce que les femmes pilotes, les femmes pilotes, il n'y a dans le monde, il faut juste se contacter. Et la plus belle démonstration, c'est les Valkyries de la Colombie qui ont réussi à faire une team de femmes. Juste, c'est un grand rêve. Voilà, oui. c'est tout. 
uh, I'm going to loosely translate for Laura. Um, she basically says that the women kite flyers gather together, and there's many teams now, correct, Laura, um, that are out there, Colombia, um, um, some other uh, teams in, in Europe, and it's good for women to come together and they can have teams of their own um, and show the world that they are amazing flyers. And I have to say, Laura and I um, fly in Europe together with our team. Um, and Laura has always been um, all encompassing of women flyers in Europe. And when we're together, we always make sure at the same events that we fly as a women's team, no matter what. Um, and Laura has been one of the lead people of making sure that that happens. When I'm, she's not around, then I do it in Europe. And I think that we need to do that more often in, in the United States. Um, Laura and I both fly with men always. She flies with Samuel um, and I fly with, uh, you know, male, all male teams. So it's always so nice that when we have amazing kite flyer women around us that we fly together. And then, you know, like Tanya said, I mean, bringing other women into the fold, it's, it's so important because it is em empowering. Um, and we are amazing talent in, in kiting. So thank you, Laura. Merci beaucoup. Merci. And, Yes. And Laura, uh, j'ai uh, visité Chervia uh, oui. en uh, April. Oui. Mais uh, Lisa, Lisa, si oui. tu peux traduire ça, juste ça, euh, si, si, on peut, si on peut se écrire hein, ou, ou se revoir une autre fois avec quelqu'un qui puisse traduire, ça serait bien. OK? Oui, oui, oui. Ouais. Et, euh, et ceci, voilà, et, et je vous laisse en vous disant euh, oser, parce que je, je pense, je peux me permettre de dire qu'on que, que peut arriver, tu sais très bien qu'est-ce que j'ai fait, ça fait 22 ans que je fais du cerf-volant, oui, et, oui. et, et je suis réussi à monter, Isa, tu es là Oui, oui. Ouais. Tu peux dire, ce, tu peux dire ça, 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 fait, ça fait 22 ans que je fais du cerf-volant, d'accord oui. Et je pense que j'ai démontré qu'on peut être au même niveau des hommes, oui. d'accord Donc, de n'avoir pas peur, qu'on peut faire les mêmes choses des hommes. C'est juste une question de physique d'entraînement et de physique, c'est tout. D'accord? Okay. Um, Laura is saying that the physique of us flying, sometimes when the wind's too much, it's more difficult and we have to do a different way of moving to be able to um, compensate for that. And she's very right about that. When we, do the, when we do the tricks and when we do other things, our bodies have to move differently. Laura and I have talked about this many times in the past. Um, it depends when the wind's really too strong Sometimes we have to really compensate for that. Merci. Izu. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lisa, for, for translation. I'm really hoping we can have a, a handful more uh, translators uh, or built-in translation uh, for the future. But thank you so much, Lisa, for, for translating. Uh,
the closed captioning definitely did not work on the translation for that. Um, well, oh, you guys brought up a good point. I apologize. Huh? It was a loose translation. I apologize. <laughs> nope it 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 got it got it better than the closed captioning did. <laughs> Um, but that's definitely, uh, there was a point that was brought up there that I, I think we should definitely touch on in a second, but I, and that's about our physicality and how we have to respond um, to certain actions and movements. But before we get to that, I know uh, both, uh, we have two people in the queue that wanted to respond to something. So, uh, Cassie. Okay, so actually to that point, uh, Nick and Lisa, like Lisa said to me something not too long ago about like, hey, we need to stop trying to fly like men and actually fly like women. And that to me gave this light bulb moment. Yeah. Um, and then what I kind of wanted to touch on was this concept of inclusion. Cause again, okay, Lisa, I'm gonna sing your praises like everybody else. It was about a year and a half ago, I was at an event and Lisa said, Cassie, come fly on the line. And I said, I'm not good enough. And she said, come on, you, me, my daughter, the three of us. Um, she put me right in the middle and made calls that she knew that I could fly. And I flew on the line for the first time. And it was huge success. Well, about a year and a half later, Rachel invites me out to have a lesson on how to fly on the line. And I'm saying the same damn thing a year and a half later. I'm not good enough. And this is where I'm actually going to quote Lisa with love, because I think that this is a concept that every woman kite flyer needs to hear because this is something that's like built into us as women on a societal level. Lisa, Lisa comes to me and she says, you know, Cassie, I've been thinking about it. And, you know, I've seen these guys jump on the line that are not as good of a flyer as you. And then you keep on saying that you're not good enough to jump on the line. And the difference is the guys think they belong and you think you need to be perfect before you can belong. And so like as women, we need to step up and say, I belong. And even like Tanya, you were talking about, you know, you coming into kiting and saying, you know, pushing your way onto the line and saying, I belong in this space. And so um, Lisa said this to me. And honestly, I've spent so many hours thinking about this concept because I recognize that it's, it's me, but it's other women. It's built into my soul where I think that before I'm allowed to step on the line, I have to be perfect because I don't want to take everybody out of the sky. Well, it turns out there's a whole bunch of dudes that jump on the line and take everybody out of the sky and laugh about it. And then in the meantime, I'm in the background saying, oh, if I don't perfect this inverted hover, I'm going to be, you know, an embarrassment to my family. I need to let that shit go. Okay, that's my end rant. Yes, a hundred percent that, a hundred percent that. Um, to use a little bit of my my side gig stuff, uh, one of the things that I think is is indicative that women do. Um, I do not let anyone that comes into my practice space say sorry. They'll be doing their action and understandably you're learning so you mess up and how many times i hear women when they mess up and they go sorry and i'm like did you curb stomp me in the face did you go and kick my mother like why are you sorry you're sorry because you didn't get it right stop that stop saying you're sorry but it's something that's so ingrained into us is to apologize for not getting it right not getting it perfect right out of the bat um so 
anyways all right uh let's see who was next uh tunisia kite team yes thank you i try to explain uh, my opinion uh, sorry if my english not very clear i try i uh, understand very well uh, samuel uh, when he speak uh, french <laughs> uh, me i speak arabic and french and a uh, little bit english but i i, <laughs> I try I, I am happy to to be with you in this meeting uh, for this that uh, for you tell uh, the women the women are uh, less than men in the kite uh, field uh, in my experience as arabic women uh in uh, for the more uh, in uh, here in, in tunisia not uh, very uh, now on uh, the uh, the kite uh, kite flying we are uh, the two only two teams uh, in tunisia uh, for me as a woman i am lucky because uh, my job i practice kite flying in my job as a teacher uh, to youth uh, in spare time i help them to exploit exploit uh, better uh, their free time uh, i uh, we practice the stunt kite uh, with my student uh, i we try to improve uh, little by little uh, we have uh, our coach is a man but we are uh, 11 women three men and 11 women uh, we are very enthusiastic uh, very uh, motivated uh, to uh, to improve uh, our capacity uh, in this field uh, and thank you that's all I think we're all officially jealous to hear that you have so uh, a, a large women's kite flying team. <laughs> uh, Tanya, I think you were up next. I, I was just going to comment once I got on a line and I was so nervous and I was second guessing myself and trying to talk myself out of actually doing it. The team caller of the team I was on just basically told me, Tanya, you're a good flyer. I've seen you just shut up and fly. And that's what I needed to hear in the moment, just to get out of my own way and just do it. And um, I'm pretty grateful for that moment because it was a game changer for me too, just to get out of my own way, get out of my head, jump out there and show what you can do. Absolutely. Uh, Amy, I, you hopped in after we did uh, introductions. If you could introduce yourself real quick and then you're up next. Okay. Sorry about that. I, I was out walking and... I'm a little bit late to the party here, but thank you for having me. Um, my name is Amy Doran. Uh, some of you know me as Charlie Chaplin, which is kind of ironic. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I have, hmm, I don't know, what do you want to know? I've flown, I fly pairs with my son. Uh, I've flown on lines. I have flown indoors. Um, I have a few titles under my belt. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Um, I'm happy to be a part of this uh, sisterhood, really. Um, you know, we, we always hear <clears throat> a lot of talk about, you know, the bros on the line and, and all that. And I can share a real quick story with you. 
the very first time I got on a line ever, um, I had a custom-built kite. It was like one of the first quads I'd ever built. Um, I had gigantic, the old-style uh, rods in it, which gave me very little control as far as getting on a line with other people. I got on the line and took out seven guys in about one minute, okay? I got my kite down out of the mess. I got it off to the side. I parked it and I went off and I cried. That was my first experience flying on a team or a line situation. It wasn't good. Um, I was embarrassed and I felt the same, like that whole feeling of I'm not good enough to ever do this. And I'm going to tell all of you that, you know, just even this last weekend in Texas, um, I was the only woman that was like flying a quad indoors. We had two other women that flew. Uh, Nick wasn't flying because she was busy, but she flies. But talk about feeling like I was out of place in a way because I hadn't flown in two years because of the pandemic and I'd had very little practice. Um, it can be intimidating if you get inside your head. But I'm telling you all that there is a place for every single one of you on every single line, in every single gym, on every single field. I don't care where you are. You get your tushies out there and you show your stuff because your stuff is going to be amazing. And, you know, I told Nick, she did a video and I took four days to get the guts up to even watch myself. You know, I'm, uh, I will not be shy about this. I'm now 61 years old. I've been in kiting for 18 years. It's hard to come back and not come back, but after two years, it's hard to watch yourself and see the changes. Um, but I, I, I wrote Nick a private message the other day, which won't be private now, but I said, thanks for making me feel less ugly, less old, less scared, and giving me a moment. That's going to make me cry. I'm sorry. It was really emotional for me. Um, you guys are all important. And your place in this field, in this, in this sport, is incredibly important. And if you are afraid, do it anyway. That is the best advice I can give you. Just do it anyway. If you're flying with people who aren't supporting you, get on a different line walk to somebody who is and do it anyway because it's real easy to take advice and or hear something that might shut you down just don't do it don't listen to it life's too short you need to get out there you need to enjoy this is your life this is your lines these are your hearts you're putting out out there and it shows um you know we've always i've always talked about this lisa and i've flown many times together all over and it's, it's really just, you put your, you put your emotion, you put your heart out. You may be doing, you know, tricks like Laura, who just blew my mind in Italy. Um, but either way, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And we just have to keep going and be strong. And yeah, don't take no for an answer. Oh, and by the way, I, for a while, I did dress up as a man to go out and fly on the fields. <laughs> But it was, I still had my painted nails and my earrings on. Just and so I was your sidekick. <laughs> and I was your sidekick. <laughs> oh, I've been, a, I've had a lot of sidekicks out there. I'm sure there's a few people on this thread that have <laughs> been at the uh, 
<clears throat> side of Charlie. Yeah, you're right. We've had a lot of fun. Don't back down though, ladies. This is important. <laughs> I, I sound like I'm, you know, carrying a torch, but I really, I think, you know, kiting changed my life in every way mm -hmm. possible to the better. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people came to kiting because they were going through rough stuff. I know this is true of everybody, not just women. Um, but you talk to somebody and you'll see that there was something that guided them toward kiting. You were meant to be in this space, in this space in the sky, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, I think you know, we got to hold those spaces open and invite more women to join us for sure. Awesome. Thank awesome. you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> uh, Sue, I saw your, your hand was up next. Yeah, um, in England, it's um, strange because uh, all the women seem to be down, um, in a pair with men or a team with men. And uh, we've never even thought of having a female team, you know, uh, get together. Uh, we all fly out. Uh, our routines with our, our partner or team, um, but never crossed our minds to f fly together. I don't know why. It might be something for the future. And um, we've both been in uh, mega teams of up to 13. We started out six with LCATs, the four of them, two of us, in with very, very light winds and light kites. And uh, used to six doing a routine. Um, Called by, um, called by the, the, the main man, and uh, and then the other ones. Uh, when we've been in the, the mega team in England, uh, V she calls for it, and uh, she was very kind because she puts uh, us between proper kite flies. There was somebody between us, so we weren't together. Um, so um, we were following a good fire, if you like. And um, oh, it was great fun. One was in uh, a gale. It was really, we were flying North Shore radicals in a gale. Just, uh, I think they must have been invented. And um, ah, great fun in a big bagger team. Okay, that's it. Oh, yeah, so from England. <laughs> uh, Yeehaw uh, on the kites. I was just going to jump in there. That's a, that's a lot of pull. Good for you. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right uh rachel so just speaking about what amy said you know getting just getting out there and showing our stuff um you know we all can we can all keep up with the boys i think it's just putting your foot forward and uh straightening your shoulders and put out your chest yes the bust cassie <laughs> <laughs> and going for it. Um, one thing I thought that may help us to continue to unite women flyers across the world is I, I am not a tech savvy person, but maybe having a Facebook page devoted to female in, in sport kite flying. And so that when we do have a piece where women are leading a line, whether it's mixed line or all women line, we can post those things and be proud of what we do and what we what we can share to the rest of the world and other women. And it was just a, something I thought about that would, you know, there's a lot of different quad lines, sport line kites, um, Facebook pages, but there's nothing just for women. 
and and you know, Nick, you're you're really tech savvy, and I I know Fortuna Found is a great spot for us to come and see those things. But it would be really nice if we had just a just a quad a sport line, not quad, but all kite flying, whether it's single line, dual line, quad line, big kites, whatever, that we can show our stuff and and um, you know be, contribute to it when we when we have our great videos, we want to share. That would be a really nice uh, way to do it. Just a thought. Yeah, um, I know there's a women kite flyers group, and I think it's a general uh, women kite flyers. So it includes, you know, single line and, and big show kites and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, this is definitely something near and dear to my heart that I'll probably push forward some sort of space in on either sportkite.org or or on on fortuna found um tanya did i see your hand up yeah i wanted to give a nod to to our builders amy mentioned having a custom built kite i see a little secret presence over there cats in the background and then she's a designer of a major well-known quad and um we need to nod to our designers and builders in the group too, because we as women are a big part of that. We're the, the grandmothers and mothers and, you know, future bearers of these designs and our designs are going to lead the, the world coming forward. So hi, you guys that are builders, bring it on. Builders and designers, we need you. Keep doing that thing. Yes, keep building and designing. Do more. Yes, please, please. <laughs> please do that. Uh, Carolina, I see you've had your hand raised. Yes. Uh, talking about the Facebook page about women that fly kites, I think Tunisia have a page dedicated to women, female kite flyers. There's already... There's getting some, some people, some some girls around the world stuff like that yeah i'll definitely make a point of sharing that to to the women that were here and i'll, I'll try and link stuff so we can all kind of join together and share that uh lisa i should share um that i had been to colombia to help with the women's team organizing and getting them up and going they they were already pretty well established the Colombians um, really put a lot of effort into their training um, and really spend almost every weekend together training and flying. Um, their support systems are their husbands and boyfriends, but for the most part, it's them really organizing it and putting it together. Their team is amazing. They're world-class flyers. I have to say after judging them and seeing them, they will do well on the world circuit um, when it's up and running. They're an amazing team. And I think that they, you know, are a team that can show the rest of us that, you know, you have to put in the work and the time, uh, but, you know, you can really go out there and, and fly and, and compete as well with the men and, and do amazing. Um, there's also an amazing French all women's team that um, has, placed in the high up in the high levels in the world circuit as well. Um, so there are many examples of amazing women teams out there. And I think that in America, we really don't have a whole lot of sing, uh, two line teams. We have a lot of four line flyers, but
but we really need to kind of put that together and, and put in the work and the time to get, to get this up and going. But thank you, Columbia. They are amazing. They're out there every single weekend. Thank you. Thank you to you, Lisa, for your kind words. Kisses, hugs, we love you. <laughs> awesome. All right, so we did have a, a topic uh, that was kind of brought up um, a little bit earlier that I think was important that I put a pin in, and that's uh, about our physicality and our approach to doing maneuvers and movements on, on the kite field, um, specifically from, you know, learning and also from an instruction standpoint. Uh, with our women's center of balance being slightly lower uh, and our movements being slightly different. Uh, just wondering what folks have experienced, uh, tips and tricks that you might share, or um, how maybe you teach other women versus uh, teaching men certain maneuvers, if you've noticed anything different. Go for it, Lisa. So Laura and I, um, Laura from Italian, uh, France, she flies with um, Samuel from France and Arsky. Um, we've talked about this many times. We've taught women in, in Europe. Um, that physical part is really an issue when it comes to the trick flying. Um, and also when there's a lot of wind for true dual line flying, not as much for quads. I think when you're a quad, it's, it's a different thing. It's, 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 um, you, it's that it's more of a skill, but with two line, you really have to have that physical ability to, of movement. Um, what Laura and I always discuss is that, you know, even the handles need to be smaller so that when you're doing tricks, they're not going to fly off your hand. Um, the movement, um, you need to move more on the field. So you're actually doing more movement with your, with your body than the men are. They have long, longer arms. Usually a lot of the best trick flyers have real long arms, um, the exception of lamb hawk. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that, you know, you have to have more movement. So Laura and I have always found that when we do a trick, the same as the man, we're actually, you know, doing, you know, a, a couple feet more than where the men would end up to, to perform that trick. So you have to really think that through before you, you get to that point in your routine. I don't know if other women have different opinions on that, um, but that's what we've found. To use a kind of extreme example um, on the difference in arm length, you look at folks between like Spence Watson and John Baresi, right, who have easily six feet between fingertip to fingertip and same women women of about the same height uh don't um so i'm you know if you imagine i'm roughly the the height of wadi i think he's a few inches taller than me like two three inches he has a good six to eight inch reach difference than i do uh between fingertip to fingertip so that's a a good example uh cassie oh sorry so I find the same with kiteboarding, you know, when you, when you, the, the, it's, it's too far, the, the board, the handles are too far out and you, you don't have that much reach so that you don't have the, 
the safety as much as you do. And it's the same with trick flying is that, that, that couple inches really makes a difference. Yeah, it's the difference of, of six inches on the hands translates to what, two, two feet by feet. So you actually have to move more with your legs to counter that little minimal change in your hands. Um, Cassie? So kind of speaking to that, Nick um, and Lisa, it's like another thing that I think about a lot is my gear that I'm picking out. Um, not too long ago, Rachel gave me an amazing lesson, but one of the things we talked about in our lesson was I was flying on 15-inch handles, and they're just too twitchy for me. And she's like, why are you doing this? I'm like, well, all the, all the guys told me that this is the right gear to be using. And she's like, yeah, forget what those guys say. Those guys have a six-foot wingspan, and you're five-foot-three. And so I actually need to put consideration into my gear. And then I'll actually, like, so Tanya mentioned moms, the, the kites. So dad builds the kites now. But the idea was actually mom's. And it came about, like, 15 years ago, she flew one of the big Willie Cox, like, 12 or 15-foot deltas. And turns to dad and basically is like, man, that doesn't pull so hard. We should put this on a quad. Because essentially, well, right. Dad, dad told her it wouldn't work. So then that's the funny story. Dad kept telling her it wouldn't work. And now he's borderline famous for the kites. But the point is that, like, she basically said, you know, my body, she was you know, about 50 at the time, 50-ish. Yeah. Her, she already recognized going into the future that her body could handle less pull. And so she said, well, shoot, let's add a bunch of holes to the kite because I need a kite that pulls less and can fly in the same wind conditions. So literally the design came about because a female flyer recognized a problem that her own body was presenting her. And she said, well, what can I do to redesign this gear so that I can still fly on the same level? Um, but anyway, okay, and so. Excuse me, um, I have a cold. So oh, wait, let me introduce. This is Kath Shook, my mom. And I'm here on the Outer Banks with Cassie. Uh, I, I, it's not about pushing my kite that, that I bring this up. The point is, if you as a female are struggling with some aspect, start thinking about what needed to be changed. Just because you're the guys don't have a corner on development and research and imagination and engineering. And I can tell you that because Amy was there with my first competition. Um, and at, at AKA, when we presented the mesh to the world, and it was surprising to me that how many men actually picked up on it early, and the older they're getting, the more they want it, because they also are having bodies that are breaking down and don't want the pull. So at any rate, designers know. Designers know. What did you say? She said, designers know, and then it cut out, and that's, I just wanted to hear what she was finishing up and saying. Oh, she was saying, let designers know. Let them know, like, what the idea is, like, what, what the ideas you need from the, the, so what does your gear so not have as a female player? Like, like, man, I wish that. Like, man, I wish that. Let them know. Let them know. Well, I need to talk to the Shooks because I'm getting older. <laughs> and after this last weekend, I'll just say, my hands hurt, my legs hurt, everything hurts. <laughs> Call me. Call me. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carolina? 
Dile lo de las uñas. <laughs> Marcela is telling me that the, the biggest struggle for her was the nails, always broken with the straps. <laughs> Here in Colombia, the body frame of the female and the males are not too different. We are almost the same. We are very... Jaime is that our coach is a little, not too little, but not too big. It's the same frame of, of as mine. So the technique that Jaime used is not, not need to change a lot for us women to use it. And he always is trying to adjust our kites because he's the, the, the maker, the designer. And he always adjusts our kites that not that not have too much pull, so we can manage the kites. We fly with a, a hundred percent kite, and that's big. But uh, we have custom it uh, for not to be too hard for us and our bodies to be on the ground. <laughs> but uh, the the main thing was the nails and a little. Hurt in the lower back <laughs> when the guys have too much pull. That's all for us. Awesome. I'm loving all of this. This makes me so happy. <laughs> um, so uh, from a, a like a physicality standpoint and our own personal approaches, uh, there there definitely is a difference between quad line and dual line. Quad line. Uh, we're able to stand in a space a little bit more um, and there's not as much forward and backward movement. Almost all of it comes from your hands. Dual line, we have to gain ground and give ground uh, so much and you see that disparity not only in the arm length difference but the leg length difference. Um, when you watch people when you watch like teams or pairs flying and you see the women are, are, are just having to run back and forth compared to a handful of steps just to maintain the same amount of space. Um, you do see, a, you definitely see it with quad line flying when you have like the mega teams and, you know, like I, I see uh, a lot of photos and I take a lot of photos of like side on shots of the line and you'll see women like here and the men are almost all in line, right? The women are having to like pinball back and forth from the main line in order to maintain their kite in the same space, the same visual space as, as the men's kites. Um, and it's, it's something that I don't think we need to correct. It's just something we need to be cognizant of uh, when flying and maybe helping helping everyone else understand that that's something to be cognizant of uh, while flying. So, all right. So I hope you enjoyed this episode with this group of amazing women from around the world. Uh, if you like what you're hearing here, consider going to buymeacoffee.com slash sport kite and chipping in a few bucks. Every little bit helps. It does keep uh, this podcast going. For those of you that do not know, it does cost quite a bit of money to 
to record, to host, and all of that, the uh, podcast world. So a big thank you to all of our supporters out there. They really have been keeping this podcast alive and hosted. So this is in no small part thanks to them. All right, with that, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. It looks like the wind is blowing outside and I should go out and fly. So I'm going to head on out there. Do stay tuned for future episodes where we're going to go a little bit more in depth with some of the individual female kite flyers out there. Then we're going to get some tips and tricks and then we're going to share some more from these group chats that we've done with the amazing women of the sport kite field before returning to just kind of a general all around sport kite chat. All right. So like I said, the wind is blowing out there. So I am headed out. I will see you on the field. Bye.